This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Favorite TV theme song, 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. What is your favorite TV theme song? That's it. That's the question. It's that easy. Uh, and Bradley, thank you. I was just going to ask you to ask me why I was asking. <laughs> I'm asking because I want you to tell us why you're asking. Okay, so I saw this article this morning and I was like, ooh, I am actually interested in this. And it was uh, an article about from Screen Rant about Zoe Deschanel explaining why it is um, that they changed the theme song mid-series of the TV show New Girl. So, <clears throat> I Holly, I put the link up there for the uh, theme song to New Girl um, in question. And this is one that was sung by Zoe Deschanel herself, who starred in the show. She has a lovely voice. She actually fronts a band called uh, She and Him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, she's got a beautiful voice, right? And so she sang the theme song, and it went like this. The show, you knew every word, you loved the song, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Then suddenly, in season, I think it was four, yep, early in season four, they were like, bah, we're not going to use that song to open up anymore. And they put in this kind of generic electric guitar uh, version of the song, um, but not her singing it. And people who had sung along with that every single week for the duration of that show, we're like, oh, that's weird. I wonder what that's happened. That's weird. I want my theme song. Well, okay, by the way, as I'm telling the story, what's your favorite theme song to a TV show? 651-641-1071. Um, she was asked about this at the uh, at an inter- during an interview uh, with Entertainment Weekly, because they are, of course, celebrating the best TV theme songs of the 21st century. And Zoe Deschanel was asked, what happened? Like, why did they pull your theme song? And the answer is so OMG. Okay. She said, and I quote, I was kind of sad about it. They, meaning the network, Fox, were like, we think men are going to think the show is too female if it's this way. So it was somebody at Fox that made that decision. She said, and I'm not sure if I remember who it was. They did a great job supporting our show, and I'm definitely not mad at that, but I did not agree with that decision. I just had to be okay with it. It wasn't something I probably had the bandwidth or energy to fight. So bottom lining it, they pulled the song to the TV show because they thought that men wouldn't watch it. Yeah, that's so sad and totally, totally, totally predictable. And, right? and like, I almost said understandable, but I just mean that I understand the world that somebody making a, a creative decision 
Ugh, it just makes me sad because I think of all of, you know, that's like the worst feeling in the world when you feel very passionate about something and somebody's like, you know, actually, I just don't think this is the thing. And you're like, actually, I do. But like, I also don't want to argue with you about it. So if that's important to you, go for it. Right. But like, you know, <laughs> like, I understand her saying like, I didn't have the bandwidth because it's a theme song. It's not the thing you're actually doing. But I can understand that like cutting feeling of having somebody take that away. Well, Most, mostly like I feel like how they took away our theme song. Right. Thank you. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> I mean, I just did. Do you know what our theme song used to be, Holly? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you looking <laughs> so it up? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, so for the listener, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead no, you me. go. You go. Um, this is fun. No, um, <laughs> we used to have a theme song that started our show. And for whatever reason, like occasionally we'll change things up. And it it came as a suggestion like, hey, let's... Or I don't even think it was a suggestion, uh, right? I think it just disappeared one day. There it is! It's a little bit. No, still here. I'll tell you secret. what happened. Go ahead, Hulse. Oh, no, you go ahead, Connie. Well, I just was going to say what happened was it was like, oh, you know what? We don't really need theme songs. Like it doesn't, you know, it's kind of like a cute thing, but nobody's going to be doing it. Guess what? We're the Guess only what? ones without a theme song. We are always the only. We're like, sure, okay, we'll, we'll, uh, yeah. No, you, go for it. Take <laughs> it away. Fine. Fine. But what you know were you what? Say, Holly? No, I was going to say just that. Oh. Spoiler alert. This is the only show on my talk without a theme song. That doesn't have a theme song. Yeah. I Guess mean, what we're doing? We're bringing that theme song yeah, back. Look, Katie K9 has a theme song. I know. <laughs> Do you remember when we tried to lobby to make it that song? I wonder what's inside. We did. We you know did. what? We are going to have a theme song tomorrow. Yeah. And yes. I think it's going to change every day. Sure. But you know uh, what? We Whatever find it one is, we like. we're going to call but it I our want, theme song. I want what's inside your butthole. Me too. <laughs> That's a song, by the way. I'm yeah. Just Thank you. Not, a, not, you weren't asking for something. Um, I, I mean, also, actually. I also just think that we could make something out of this. Like, I would happily take suggestions from people. Oh, yeah. What yeah. do you think our theme song should be? Feel free sure. to email the show. Uh, you can email us by going to mytalk1071.com. Uh, you just go to I the mean, Colleen we obviously and Bradley were show comfortable page. turning over the creative control earlier. So let's do it again. Right. Let's just do it again. <laughs> we have no, we don't have any illusion of power. It's fine. You can tweet us. I'm at mytalkcolleen Bradley. At Bradley Trainer, Holly. Holly, and I'm at Holly D. Roberts. That's it. We'll take we'll take all your suggestions, uh, you know. And then I don't know how this is going to end, but you'll help us decide. We're on just going to audition. Song. So as we get suggestions, let's just start each day with a new one. Yeah, it's like, that so easy. Keep a list. Keep a running tally. Yeah, and you guys give us feedback. We'll decide if we like something or not. I mean, ultimately, let's contain or retain some of our control and say we'll. If we all agree as a family, then uh, we'll stick with it. Listen, like so many things in my life, when I've had to make a big decision, it's sort of like when you know, you know. Yeah. Right? Like when you're I still get the tingles, though, when when I hear that Rihanna. um, I do, too. That Rihanna theme song. But I do think it's fine to uh, come up with something new. And we're going to. So thank you. you. So feel free to send us your suggestions. We will consider all of your ideas, even the ones that maybe we shouldn't. So that went in a direction I wasn't anticipating. Now we're going to have a new theme song for our show. Can you put who stole the Kishka on the list? Oh, great. (laughs) Polka. (laughs) I I think Polka is highly underrated. I know you probably don't I'm going to, because I'm going to be open-minded, we're going to try it. (laughs) Um, 
I'm just... People are going to be like, what did I accidentally turn into or tune into? <laughs> uh, okay, well, help us listen. I mean, this slaps. It tells a story. Turn on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, By the way, don't forget, you're going to help us. Uh, This just happened organically. Don't worry. We'll keep (laughs) pestering you. Uh, Help us uh, come up with a theme song. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, let's check in with Papa Spears. What's Jamie Spears been up to? Hmm? Mm -hmm. No good, for sure. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 107.1. Okay, so every day we've got to talk about Britney Spears on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. We've been talking about Britney. We've been talking about Jamie Lynn. Uh, but you know who we haven't checked in with recently? Jamie Spears. Daddy. I like to call him Daddy well, Spears. Can I just tell you something? What? Remember, he's been referred to in the press as Britney's daddy, but in Jamie Lynn's uh, memoir, she refers to him as daddy the whole time as well. So clearly daddy Spears is like a whole thing. That's I just, I I have issues with adults calling their parents, mommy and daddy, but you know, you do you, I'm not here to judge. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I'll judge, but I won't do it because you know what I mean anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, so daddy, daddy, daddy is trying to daddy. Daddy. Yeah. It's more like daddy. So daddy is trying to play offense in the courtroom right now. And it's not going to work. So Oof. he should stop trying to change the subject, you crook. A- actually, that's that was my opinion. So mm-hmm. I'm just inserting myself into this story, which is not the first time. Um, but the story itself is one that I thought we needed to check up on. Because while we are all distracted with Jamie Lynn Spears and Britney Spears going at each other because we are horrible people and the media would like to cater to that horribility, Um, Jamie Spears is actually the one we should be focused on because Jamie Spears was at the head of this maniacal conservatorship for well over a decade, almost a decade and a half, where he was in full financial control of his daughter's empire and is alleged to have engaged in some illegal, erroneous behavior, allegedly, supposedly. Mm -hmm. So... To me, that's the better story, right? Like that's the like we need to be doing the Rachel Maddow of uh, the Jamie Lynn or the Jamie Spears, you know, financial shenanigans. To that end, there was a story in Entertainment Tonight. It's a real good show. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Wherein his lawyer is going on offense, and I thought this was interesting because. You know, I think the writing is on the wall for him, but his lawyer goes on. I an mean, offense but kudos to him for to- trying. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's got some money, so it's true. he's paying it's those hers. lawyers. They should do some work. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, he fired off, or rather his lawyers fired off a letter to her legal team. So Alex Weingarten, you'll remember, is uh, Jamie's attorney. Mm-hmm. He wrote to Brittany's attorney, Matthew Rosengart, the following, which was obtained by Entertainment Tonight. It's a real good show. Mm-hmm. Wonder who sent it. Quote, uh, we write to advise that we intend to... to, to Excuse me. You feeling okay? (laughs) Uh, It's just hard to say intended to depose. Mm -hmm. We write to advise that we intend to depose your client, Brittany, and would like to discuss a mutually agreeable date to conduct the deposition. So they want to get her in a room and ask her questions. So what's interesting about this, and I can go on to tell you about the details of what this letter is trying to do, but from the beginning, it's clear that he... Want, his lawyers want to take full advantage of the opportunity to get her on the record because, you know, they're coming after him. Right. Which creates an opportunity for them to go after her. Right. So it's like, 
yes, you can come after someone, but you're going to have to prove what you say. Yeah, you have to answer for it. Also, opening yourself up to some things that can be made public, even if it's not effective in the legal strategy. You know, you have to believe that Jamie and his lawyers are going to do everything um, to prevent him from having any legal accountability, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is dropping stuff into the press. What's the easiest way to do that? Uh, a deposition where yeah. you can get her on the record. Right? right. Like, hey, did you ever take drugs? Did you ever do some crazy thing that the media is now going to write several articles about? Right. Right. Because she has to be under oath. She has to be truthful. And then they can, you know, pull things out apropos of nothing. Uh, as we know the media to do. I know we are the media, but like the re like the actual like tabloid media, they love journalists. they love to or, no those aren't journalists. You mean the tabloids? Tabloids, yeah. They just like to chew on things and spit them out in little bits and bites, and they can rely on the fact that we the public do not actually read the article because have you met people? So then things get passed around as though they're true. Well, I mean, we are the yeah. people who give the report of the reports. True, yeah. true. Holly. We are re we, we are reporters of reporters. We are report reporters. But we're not actually reporting reporters. We're usually telling tales from tabloids. Mm -hmm. So we're tabloid tale tellers. Mm -hmm. That is our actual title. Uh, that's what it I'm is. putting on my LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, they go on in this letter to say, um, you know, how and when they want to depose Britney Spears. And ultimately, at the end of the day, I think this is just an attempt to be like, we are taking an aggressive opportunity to prove that we are innocent and there is nothing to see here. And in fact, uh, Britney Spears is the reason for the season and all the problems that uh, are going on. So so really, again, I don't think this is anything more um, than an opportunity and, and really also a to a large extent, I would imagine a PR move, right? Yeah. Like, oh, you look like you're going on the offensive. Well, You've got nothing to hide. So that, But see, that's like part of it, too, right? Like in the court of public opinion, if he's saying, you know, fine, yeah, I'll fight. Like you sit down, you sit for a deposition. If you're not paying close attention, there is a, you know, that he, the way he's positioning himself looks like he's he even believes he's innocent. Yeah. Of um, all the horrible, terrible things he's done. Yeah. So in addition to that, um, and to tell you exactly who's behind this letter being leaked to Entertainment Tonight, it's a real good show. Um, a source with knowledge of the case tells E.T. that Jamie's team has been attempting to schedule Britney's deposition in a professional and cordial fashion for months now, but they have never accepted. The source adds that Rosengart refuses to engage because he's more interested in complaining about taking mm. depositions than actually taking them. So Jamie's lawyer is the one that's feeding this story to Entertainment Tonight, right. which tells you... It proves basically our thesis um, and my belief here that um, this is just a PR move by Jamie's attorneys to make him look not so incredibly guilty. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. we're on to you, sir. Well, yeah, Daddy. I mean, yeah, there's the it'll all play out the way it's meant to. But truly, I don't think anybody has any question oh shoot and now we're running out of time i was going to tell you one of the things that jamie lynn spears talks about quite a bit in her memoir is her relationship with lou taylor 
Ooh, I know. Okay, well, more on it's that not that time. juicy, but you know, okay. we'll stick a pin in it. I'll tell you. Right. I'll tell you that tale a different time when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Though we're going to tell you tales of crazy, stupid idiots. After this, on my talk one zero seven one. Doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one zero seven one. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi, and we have a name for them. That name is Crazy Stupid Idiots. Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world, my friends, is full of crazy, stupid, idiots, dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 <laughs> and sometimes other places. Like? Like? Oh, thanks for asking. This, I'm sorry, I'm having technical difficulties. I'm sorry. Please stand by. Um, I would like to take us to Connecticut. Connecticut. Oh, sorry, we're not singing. No, sorry. Uh, specifically, I want to tell you a tale about something that happened really unfortunately. And, you know, it led to some damage and things, but this is really a tale of caution for the world. Uh, there was a local home which was dealing with some ice recently. Now, I don't know if you know this, but on the East Coast, there was a terrible storm. Right? I do know that. And uh, it led to lots of freezing and snowy things and ice and rain. And like, it was just, it was bad. It was bad. It was real bad. Now, now, as people who live in uh, the far north, we understand what it's like to live through dangerous weather like this. Yeah. And we also have had to learn sometimes the hard way um, how best to deal with that weather. Yeah. yeah. So if if you have, for example, um, uh, if you have, for example, mm-hmm, if you have, for example, a lot of snow on your house, mm-hmm. how would you go about dealing with that, do you think? Or how would you suggest? Like, do you mean on deal? top of my house? Yeah, let's just sure. say that there was a lot of ice and um, snow on the exterior of your house. How mm-hmm. best to get rid of that? I mean, I would start with like a shovel, like I would rake my roof. Uh, yeah, you got one of them roof rakes. Yeah, I, I would probably knock down some of the them icicles. Yeah, you might like we've had to install these like uh, cables that heat up the roof yep. in mm-hmm. certain areas because it'll create ice dams otherwise, right? Mm-hmm. Like there are definite ways to go about this. Sure. That did not happen in this story, which is why it's in Crazy Stupid Idiots. Would you like to guess what the homeowner did to deal with the ice and snow? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure it had something that to do with not recommended. heating something up. Mm-hmm. And I would, yeah. you know, like, I don't know. I think my first thought would be like, maybe throw boiling water at something. But then, oh, God, I love that idea. Except for that, then that turns into ice later because it's water. So, yeah, that probably wouldn't probably not like, a great idea. Maybe you well. would bring like a heated blanket outside and just sort of lay it on top. I don't know. A heating Again, pad? I love your creativity. Now, how about a flamethrower? What? <laughs> At their what house? do you think is going to happen if you use a flamethrower on your house to get rid of the fire. snow? And the... Exactly. Oh, dear people. Which is exactly what happened. A local home in Seymour, Connecticut was burned when a resident tried to melt the ice with a flamethrower. They also guys. call it a... Um, 
<laughs> they call it a garden torch. So that to me is not a flamethrower, but whatever. It, the, there was apparently a, a post that was described by the fire, impart, the fire department in Seymour that said um, that the fire was a flamethrower, but it really wasn't a flamethrower. It was a garden torch, but still you get the idea. Don't take a flamethrower to your house or any kind of flames to destroy the ice. Flames? Just... Flames on the, the side, side of, of my house! Face. <laughs> no, don't do Heaping, it. Heaping, breathing, breathless flames! flames. Yeah, um, anyway, um, firefighters responded to the scene. They advised, they were advised by the homeowner that he tried to melt the ice with the flamethrower no. thing. And they were like, oh, so we're not going to do that. Don't and do it. Put it out. Don't it's do fine. it. Yeah. Where are we going next? Um, we are going to uh, Catoosa County. Ooh, where's that? That's a great question. I, first of all, want to say thank you. This is a listener submission. Uh, thank you to Natalie, who shared with us this story. It is Catoosa County, either Georgia or Oklahoma. And uh, here's how this... Oh, Georgia. It's in Georgia. Um, Was that one of the options I gave you? Doesn't matter. There was a Georgia license plate on the vehicle in question in the story. So here's here's what happened, and there is an update to this. Catoosa County Sheriff's Office posted on their Facebook page, Information Needed. Please assist the Catoosa County Sheriff's Office with locating the pictured 2009 Chevy Chevy Silverado. Stop. (laughs) Chevy Silverado. Thank you. And then they give all the stats, like this is the VIN number, this is the license plate number, blah, blah, blah. At approximately 8 a.m., the vehicle was stolen from Everglades Road in Catoosa County. The victim had left his cell phone in the vehicle... And the pictured subjects used the victim's cell phone to take selfies and videos, which were automatically uploaded to the victim's Google account. Oh, great. I love technology. These pictures were then posted alongside the missing vehicle. And guess what? They found them. They certainly did. The pictured subjects have been arrested. Now, Yesterday, when I saw this, I saw full view the faces of the thieves, the bird, oh, the, the car. They were 17. They're under the age of 17. Yeah. So now okay. they've had to go back and blur their faces on the pictures. Guys. Yeah, this this is a lesson I'm glad they learned young. Hopefully it will not be a lifetime of uh, distraction from here on out. Yeah. So I don't know what will happen to them. But by the way, thank or you to Natalie for sharing. Thank you, Natalie. Where are we going next? Thank you for asking. We are going to Florida. Florida. And do you remember the story we told? It might have been yesterday because we're only two days into the week, and I think it was this week, that um, involved like a hot... uh, There was some hot soup or something. There was something hot that got thrown at somebody. You remember Yeah. Well, we're going to kind of stay in the hot throwing experience. Okay. Um, Don't say poop. (laughs) Stop. Just listen to the story. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not saying whether there is or isn't. I just want you to listen to the story. Okay. Um, So I'm going to take you to Fort Pierce in Florida, where a domestic disturbance call came in. Sheriff's deputies arrived, and they spoke to a woman who said she was struck in the head by blank from uh, that had been thrown by her uh, brand, Brandon. 
Would you like to guess what the blank was? What did he get struck in the, or she get struck in the head with? Poop. It was not poop. Okay, it was not poop. Okay. Sorry, I just wanted to have like, it was I just fun. wanted to have some tension there, the narrative tension. Thank you for that. Yeah, you thought it might have been poop. It's not poop. Uh, but it okay. was another, well, it's an item that ultimately will end up, you know, in that area at so some it's point. So it's something, food. It'll go through. Yeah, it was food. And was and it he threw hot? a bunch of food. It was hot food at her. Mashed potatoes. It was not mashed potatoes, but it was a carby situation. <sighs> Pasta. Close. Yeah, I mean, technically pasta, yes. Risotto. But this imp- <laughs> Risotto. Or No, it was... Couscous. <laughs> Couscous. Top ramen. Oh, well, yeah. Yep, so apparently uh, what had happened was Smith hit her in the head with the noodles and then struck her on the back with a hot pot. Oh, my gosh. She's She's going to be okay, but still, that's not legal. You can't do that. The other thing that makes this story crazy, stupid, idiot-worthy is not just the noodle abuse and the person abuse, but also uh, what the victim claimed when officers were like, why did you throw the noodles at her? It's his excuse that earned crazy, stupid, idiot status. And the excuse, I'm just going to cut to the chase, has nothing to do with anything. Like, he didn't say, oh, I did it because. He said, actually, I didn't do it. What had happened was... The victim claim, or uh, the victim, Threw was chasing the dog around, oh. and fell atop the ramen noodles. Oh, yeah. Okay, then tell me. She fell onto the ramen. Can you tell me how that happens exactly? Like you, your head falls into the ramen noodle pot. This kind of guy is the same kind of guy who holds drugs for his friends. Oh. It's funny that you say that. Can you hold this? In the past year, he was convicted of cocaine possession. <laughs> Which he probably blamed on a friend. Take my bag! I was holding it for the dog! <laughs> yeah, this isn't my drugs. This is my oh, dog's gosh. drugs. You know what, guys? <sighs> she fell on those ramens. I didn't. I don't know. I don't you know, know sometimes I think... Well, no. I'm, that's the dumbest thing I've ever said. I was going to say, sometimes I think people think we're dumber than we are. And that's a fact. And so I the only thing you need to change about that statement is remove the words I think. Yeah. Thank you. People think people we're dumb. think we're dumber than we, we are. are. Exactly. <laughs> and hey, we're dumb. So that's real. Right. Dumb. That's people real dumb. Oh, thank you for that journey. Also rude. <laughs> Don't do that to ramen. It's a waste of ramen. I have it not is. had ramen in a hard beat. <laughs> Okay. Great. Ramen is good when you take the top ramen packets mm-hmm. and then you do a little hack and you add your own extra ingredients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that's very nice. I I sometimes just like to leave out the the broth or pour out the broth, then put the like use your own stuff. spice packet on it. Yeah. yeah, just use your own stuff. Um, we got we. But got, I haven't. I I will be honest. I haven't made or bought ramen in a long time. We have big ramen fans at my house. So Yummy! When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, also it's just like a nice economical um, like it's not expensive. It's just a nice little snack. But I will say it is quite a sodium bomb. So you are right. You are right to kind of hang on to those packets and maybe mix in your own stuff. All right then. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show... Ramen tips with nice Colleen and Bradley. Ramen hot dish. We're gonna play a little game. That Those game is noodles called... get real crunchy if you don't boil them. It's true. You could put that on a salad though. It's real good. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're gonna play a little game. That game is entitled "The Throwback 
What? After this on My Talk 1071.